Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Then one day all the heroes were assembled To fight a villain who packed much more than a punch And this crew was labeled the Avengers That's the way we all became the Marvel Bunch The Marvel Bunch The Marvel Bunch That's the way Shut up. Okay, so episode 66, excuse my echo, I'm in a conference room doing this, and you're on the phone, so we'll just excuse that too. I forgot to ask you a favor uh, that I'll talk to you after this podcast. It's a great opening line. <laughs> really compelling. It's great stuff. We, um, we have so much to talk about. We do have a lot of stuff to talk about. This podcast is starting to put a real burden on our friendship of not being able to talk about these things. I know. I always have to hold things in. It's the worst. I think we should just talk about things. I don't know. Um, it's something we'll have to discuss. Uh, so I'm in the factory of sadness. That would be uh, Cleveland, for those who don't know. Cleveland, Ohio. And, uh... There was some drafting going on first pick. Yeah, you're in the middle of the sports mecca. Dude, I am like really, I have to say that I'm very uh, impressed with the city of Cleveland. Well, let's hear it. They love their sports. This is like a, there are so many Browns fans here. Like there's flags. Everyone's wearing Browns jerseys. Uh, I'm very, uh, very impressed with it. I don't know. Okay, that's cool. We got the uh, Cavs. They got uh, the Cleveland Indians. Really nice stadium. I haven't been there yet. Um, but you've heard things. Yeah, like the whole office went to the game uh, yesterday. And uh, I went to see the Avengers, which we're going to be talking about. Um, and didn't realize that the... It just was bad luck that Game 7 was the same time as Avengers, so I only saw, like, the last quarter. You know, you didn't miss much of a game. We'll just say that. The last quarter was good. It just... I don't know. Both teams are... Neither of those teams is good. Um, well, we're going to go to Game 3. No cool. Uh, Saturday night, so we're going to get them tickets somehow. Uh, so, anyway. So, I uh, was here when they drafted Thursday night. Well, before we do that, do you have any notes before we jump into the draft? Um, no. Oh, I, uh, someone went online today and uh, tried to spend $400 at Walmart on my card. Oh. And uh, now I don't have a credit card, or I don't have a debit card here in uh, in Cleveland, so that's awesome. How long is how long is that out of commission for? I don't know. I, they're trying to say that they're going to send it to my place in L.A., but I'm like, I'm not going to be there. Right. Ugh. So uh, I'm trying to get them to reroute it here somehow. What a pain. 
people stealing identities. With that. Bunch of assholes. <laughs> if you're gonna use if you're gonna use someone's card, why are we going to Walmart.com? Yeah. Um I don't There's know. so many other better websites. Who what'd they buy? Who the hell knows? Oh. It was for four hundred dollars worth of stuff. Well they tried to. Um Wait, they weren't successful? No, the uh, bank called me right away and said, did you make this transaction? I said, no. So they still got away with buying it. No, I declined it because I guess they didn't know the security codes or something. I don't know. Ooh. So uh, it, it authorized my card, but uh, but uh, it locked it up and wouldn't let them have it. Interesting. So what about you? Do you have any notes? I got a lot of notes. All right. Um, my first is, did you read that they're coming out with a choose-your-own-adventure movie? No. How does that work? You sit in a theater, and when the adventure happens, you choose on your phone what... Um, there's a, an app, and you choose what adventure you want to go down... And um, then whatever, like, the theater decides, that's where it goes. That's stupid. <laughs> I, I didn't see your uh, opinion going that way. That's I thought you were going to say you get up and you go to another theater. Well, I think that's what they tried to do earlier. Uh, that was the original plan. Um, I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt was trying to do that. Uh, you just walk into another theater and you see that part? Yeah, they were saying it was too expensive because you'd have to rent out an entire theater for it. But I guess given whatever you choose can change the length of the movie and what happens and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So that happened. Also, uh, did you hear that ABBA is has reunited? I did. Pretty exciting. Is it? No. They are coming out with two new songs. What? How, how good could those songs possibly be? Not very good. <laughs> um, I can't imagine those being... I mean, they're just going to premiere them when uh, a movie comes out. What, what is that? Fact, it's actually good marketing. You know, the fucking uh, Mamma Mia 2 comes out. They throw out an album. Yeah. People like. That's true. Um, and then my last uh, note is have you ever heard of CinemaCon? Um, only uh, just recently because uh, they did the whole Halloween thing there so you know I work in the con business like we cover cons that's kind of what a lot of the work that I do is and I've never heard of CinemaCon but I'll it's be in, it's in Vegas yeah, and I'll be damned if they didn't have every, like, awesome announcement at CinemaCon this year. Like, it was packed. It was stacked with, like, awesome announcements. Yeah, they showed the trailer for Halloween. They showed the trailer for Halloween. They had... And they brought Jamie Lee Curtis out. Yep. They brought out Tarantino and um, DiCaprio to introduce the Manson movie. Like, yeah. to talk about it. Uh, they had 
Samuel L. Jackson show footage of Glass, the follow-up to oh, wow. Unbreakable. They um, they had this thing called the Happy Time Murders, which was Melissa McCarthy and some Muppets that she's on drugs with. That's oh, yeah, I heard, I heard that's going to be really funny. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, they introduced footage of that and had um, oh. everyone from there. Uh, the Bradley Cooper and did the Stars Born Halloween uh, First Man Chazelle and um, Gosling showed footage of that and uh, Robin Hood with Jamie Foxx they showed like they they introduced all new footage and all of this stuff this is like he, these are huge movies Robin Hood yeah he's doing Robin Hood Oh, what, who's who's Robin? Why is it bad that Jimmy Fox is doing Robin Hood? That's not going to be a good movie. Oh, who knows? You don't know anything about it. Maybe it's a Who's modern. Time Jimmy Fox made a good movie. That's a good point. Ray. <laughs> they stole DiCaprio's Oscar. No, he should have won for Ray. Who? What movie was DiCaprio nominated for that year? Well, get out of here, the aviator. The aviator's not good. <laughs> the aviator, the aviator is like just so okay. It's an okay movie. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's come on. There's a little bias there because you worked on. It. I, I am biased. But it's it's an okay movie. It's a little disappointing. Okay. So speaking of disappointing, let's get to the draft. I can't believe we've had to sit on this draft since, because uh, obviously now everyone's probably broken it down at whatever point. Um, um, how bad of a draft was the uh, Cleveland Browns? I don't know. People, a lot of people like that. How do you not take Chubb at four? Do you think that's it? And then you have Miles Jack and Chubb. <laughs> Do you, do you think that that was their biggest mistake? No, but, I mean, the obvious one is the first overall pick. So why do people like Baker Mayfield? I don't know, but whoever, you got to, like, give them props for somehow, <clears throat> excuse me, somehow um, making his way to number one. Because no, everyone, he wasn't even in discussion for a long time. And then there was a fight for him. Like, the Jets wanted him. It's insanity. I watched... Okay, so my... I will go ahead and say my... A lot of my thoughts in the draft come from the Rose Bowl, from watching the Rose Bowl. Um, And not just... Like, just the things I liked and didn't like, because so many players got drafted from that game. That was Georgia versus Alabama. Um, which is pretty amazing. I think we're going to look back and be like, dude, that game had a lot of guys that are like really good in the NFL right now in it, um, like five years from now. But the one guy who I felt like wasn't going to win that game was Baker Mayfield. You know? Like when they got the ball back, I had I had no fear that he was going to drive them down and win that game. And I remember part of it being is because he, I don't, I know that he's super accurate, but 
he couldn't throw any outside any out patterns. Like he, yeah. if he tried throwing out, he'd hang it up there too long. And I was like, that that means they can't play with the sideline. So this game's basically over. Um, so I I I I can't imagine taking him with the first pick. I, I don't know. He'd probably be my. I don't know. Fourth quarterback, I'd take maybe three, <laughs> third, fourth, somewhere in there. Yeah, uh, I can't believe. Uh, yeah, I was shocked by that. So I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't get it. Maybe they're geniuses, and we'll find out in two years. But I don't think so. And it's really easy to dismiss the Browns as doing Browns things. And I, and I didn't want to do that. Like, I didn't want to be like, oh, the Browns. But I just don't like the pick. Yeah, um, I don't like it either. How about the second pick? Because that's what we really all need to... That's what we're all dying to hear is your thoughts on the Giants pick. Well, obviously, they got a pretty dynamic player. And you got uh, Barkley and Odell Beckham. Uh, that's a pretty good squad, squad right there. Um... But I don't like taking a running back second overall uh, when that's the position that basically has the shortest shelf life. Um, So it worries me that uh, we took him so early, but I don't know. I think they should have went Rosen, Um, but that's just me. So is Rosen your number one quarterback in this draft? I'm 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 fifty fifty on the Rosen Darnold thing. I think Darnold always turns the ball over too much. Yeah. And uh the Jets, you know, are gonna have to go through that to another Sanchez uh some issues. No, Sanchez up. There's a but he's, he's still good. There's still a good. there's a stat somebody was talking about. I think they're talking about how I think it was Colin Coward or somehow. Ian McShay every year, as soon as... I think this is what it is. And I'm probably getting every part of this wrong. But um, every year, as soon as the draft is over, he does his like top 100 of next year's draft. And like almost every year, the people that uh, he picks are like the best players in the NFL. You know, like the top 100 prospects for next year wind up being the best players drafted that year. And the guys that aren't on that list who somehow find themselves in like the top 10 are the guys that tend to bust the most. Um, okay. So like Baker Mayfield was not on anybody's top 100 list last year. But Sam Darnold was the first guy on everybody's list. That tends to lean towards Sam Darnold winding up being um, a better player than than... Baker Mayfield. Yes, I agree. But I mean, it's, I'm not talking about like this year. Like this year, you could put Mayfield over him. I'm saying based on last year, this year, because usually if someone is a dynamic prospect, they have been so for more than just one season. Is basically right. the thinking behind that. Yeah. Um, but to go back to your Giants pick, uh, 
Yeah, I I mean, look, am, am I allowed to talk about this? Because it's because I hate your team so much. Like, I mean, does, I'm sure you don't care what I think, but I'll just say it anyway. No, I, I do care what you think. Because I do, the Cowboys did this, and they took a, a running back in the first round, and it it worked. It worked for one season. I mean, your your guy doesn't seem to have as many legal problems as our guy. Um, but we also the cow we I don't like to use the Cowboys also got lucky because they picked a quarterback that happened to be like NFL ready in like the sixth round that year. If that hadn't happened, I don't know. You know, because Romo is out, I don't know how how effective he would have been. Now I know you, I know you're going to tell me Eli is still effective, and that's fine. Um, I just think. Look, I mean, I think your team has decided that they're not nearly as bad as they were last year. Otherwise, you don't take that guy. You know, you take that guy if you're ready to win now. Um, and so I think your team seems to think that they are. We'll see. They got to change some things. I thought that they were going to take Lamar Jackson. Uh, in the second round, but uh, um, Baltimore traded up uh, to the end of the first round to get him. And I have a feeling that Baltimore thought, thought the Giants were going to take them. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see uh, what transpires. You would have been pretty psyched that that happened, right? Oh yeah. Where do you come out on him? Since since we're talking about him. You do, see, I don't think he's going to be awesome. I don't. Everybody loves this guy. Like, he lately, every you know, like, uh, Simmons and all the ringer people are like, he's the he's actually the best quarterback in this draft. And I totally disagree. I don't, I don't know about that, but he's going to be fun to watch. I You know, going back to the Giants, a lot of people like your GM, the guy from the Panthers. And I think the, the thing that makes the most sense to me if this is true, is that um, is that he probably didn't really like any of the quarterbacks, or he would have taken one. Right. Like that they everybody might be reaching, like they might be getting a little too much pub, you know. And he's looking at him being like, "Let's pump the brakes. They're not all that good." Well, I think they like this gentleman because he's like shaking things up. The Giants are known for not really doing any trades or big moves. They're, you know, they deal with the draft and they, you know, they don't really get free agents and all this stuff. So he came in and just started like getting rid of guys, signing linemen, uh, you know, shaking things up. So I think that's kind of like why they like him so much because he's kind of changing the culture already for making it something new, something fresh. Okay. So getting away from that defense first Giants thing? I mean, they still have really good defensive players. So, I mean, they traded for Ogletree. They got, you know, Olivia Vernon. They have a a really good secondary. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, We'll we'll see if it all comes together. Did you take... I'm going to tell you, I don't have a lot of confidence in it. I'm just going to tell you, as an outsider. Okay. Because you, know what I'm very, you know what I'm very excited about? 
What? Is uh, Jason Witt not being in the NFC East anymore? So. Because he kicked the Giants' ass every single time. Is that he hasn't? That's not official yet. Yeah, he's not coming back. I know, but dude, that guy, that guy run like that guy runs like a sixty-year-old right now. He still beat the Giants all the time. Like they can come, they can never cover that guy. Yeah. Well, they don't even have they don't even have a second string tight end. That guy retired too. Um, dude, the Sixers are walking off the court before the game is even over. Oh really? They got blown out. So this Boston pick just to pivot a little bit. Well, do you really want to pivot away from the draft already? We got a lot no. to cover. Some pivot no, fast, buddy. I'm just saying, like, our Boston pick's not looking horrible. But oh, anyway, yeah. I forgot about that. We counted them out. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, so, yeah. So there's a, what other uh, draft points? Did, what did do you, you think about Rosen getting all pissed did, that he got drafted 10th? I think that... Um, I don't know. I like I liked his fire. I think part of it was an act because of everybody saying that he cares about things other than football. Um, and half of it I really like. I don't really like threatening all the teams. Like we've heard that a million times. That's nothing original, and we're not really buying it. Um, but I think it's a big mistake that he fell that far. The Cardinal. So. I was taking notes, and I only took a few. And my first note was how loud the boos were. It was pretty amazing. The booing of Goodell. Yeah, yeah. And him trying to sneak in the fact, like, that he would bring out players from Dallas, from the Cowboys, uh, and nobody bought it. I thought in Dallas they might show him a little respect because Jerry kind of owns the league anyway, but... They, they like really that's like a hundred thousand people just screaming but I mean it's got to become a thing now where they're just looking forward to booing him it's like going to a golf tournament and yelling Baba Booey <laughs> like it's totally premeditated that that's what you're there to do is disrupt whatever it is you're watching yeah um, so as I'm watching this after the Browns take Denzel Ward I'm like dude the Broncos are just psyched like, the, the Broncos were probably like, all right, whoever's the best, like, we need some stuff. And then, like, possibly the best player in the draft, the best defensive player in the draft falls right into their lap. Yeah, they're pretty happy about that. Um, and I, that's when I yeah, said... I can't believe the Browns took that I mean, I just don't know how you don't take Chubb there um, and just, just solidify your line. That would have been like Watt and Clowney, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, but then the, then the Colts are picking, and all I can think is I wish I had a team that needed a quarterback so bad. You know, yeah. Like you almost start hoping your team will pick like trade up to take a quarterback, even if they don't really need them, because it's it's like such a good value for for Rosen at that point. Um, but then uh, the Bills take Josh Allen over him, which I just don't understand. I don't. I mean, I can't say I've ever seen Josh Allen play, and people like him. And um, he's got an arm. He's got. He's got some racist tweets. He's got an arm. He's. Uh, he, does. <laughs> he has some racist tweets. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like that as a precautionary tale to everybody who thinks that you should be writing things on the internet all the time. That 
it can come back to bite you in the ass. It didn't bite him that bad, but I, I like when it does. Like, I just saw Trump, like, is getting sued by Stormy Daniels for a, a tweet yeah, he put definitely. out. And I'm like, well, maybe don't be a jackass on Twitter, you know? Yeah. Like, let's learn our lessons here, folks. Uh, but my favorite, favorite pick of the draft is the next pick after Josh Allen, which is Roquan Smith at, uh, for the Bears. Okay. And again, that goes back to that Rose Bowl game. That guy made like every tackle in that game. Yeah. For Georgia, he was so good. I like loved that guy. Um, and it's perfect because you start thinking about all the like linebackers that played in in Chicago and I don't know. That was the guy that, was the guy that like said hi, mom, right when he was on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just I, I was I I don't know. I, I, I was a big fan of that pick. Oh. What happened? Nothing. I just got a, I got another call. Um, um, then after that, uh, another Notre, the second Notre Dame lineman goes. And I was just wondering, how is Notre Dame so bad if they have two linemen this good? Well, Francois went out, so... I'm not Francois. I'm, uh, who's their... Uh... Quarterback. Um, didn't that note their quarterback get hurt in the beginning of the year? Yeah. Um. But still, you should be. You're Notre Dame. You should. You should be like your depth chart should be amazing. And if you have two guys on your offensive line who are top ten picks in the NFL, you should probably. Brian, be. Yeah, Brian Kelly. He was the kid. Yeah. He, he was, like, he was the guy good. from. Uh, Michigan? Yeah. I think there are, there's been a lot of things like that now that they've got Chip Kelly. Yeah, I think that's a good pick for them. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, then next pick after that Notre Dame guy, and this is pretty, it's basically the end of my notes pretty much, is Josh Rosen. And the hug between Josh Rosen and Goodell was strangely long. Yeah, it was very long. You remember. I knew you'd, I knew you'd pick up on it. Our three listeners... Probably won't pick up on it, but I knew you'd pick up on it. It was like a long freaking hug. Yeah, that was long. Um, the only other thing I wanted to bring up is, so when the Cowboys drafted at 19, they brought out these high school kids. I don't know if you saw that. No. They brought out like four teams um, in Arlington, Texas, like local high school football teams. And they had two players from each team. And this one team had two, like, men. Like, they were so much bigger than everybody else. I was like, well, I guess we know who's winning this league. Yeah. Like, anyway. That was all. I just wondered if they were the, uh, if they were, like, you know, the best team in, in their city. Because it was it was unbelievable. They had, like, mustaches. Um, I do like this running back that, uh, um... Seahawks did. Took. I still think the Seahawks are going to be terrible this year. 
but uh, they really have gotten rid of their whole team and haven't really signed anybody. But they uh, they picked up that running back from San Diego State. I think he's really good. He's oh, interesting. Gonna be, he's going to be a good uh, good NFL player. That was not a popular pick amongst the analysts. Oh, I think that's going to be good. Okay. Um, overall, anybody's draft that you really liked? Any picks that you really liked? Um, I guess, well, so the Browns decided that they didn't get Chubb in the first round, so they took Chubb in the second round. But that was interesting. Oh, the running back Chubb? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have a a real uh, opinion on anyone's draft, I guess. We, we love the Rosen pick for the Cardinals. I think that's pretty amazing. I, yeah, that's a good pick because uh, they got they get in that running back, David Johnson back. <clears throat> it's going to um, be good. Yeah, and the, Colts, be- and the Colts trading away everything. They have like, next year I heard something, they have like five second round picks. They're going to, They've, you know, all, and all for just moving down in the draft and taking the guy that they probably wanted anyway because they didn't need a quarterback. Yeah. It's pretty amazing how that can happen for you. What about the Saints trading up to get that defensive lineman and giving up, like, two first-round picks to do it? Yeah, that was that's too much. What are they doing? I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I guess they're probably like, we got to win now because of Breeze, and, and I get that, but... Two first-round picks to move up. That Quentin Nelson guy is really good, though. Yeah, with the guy from the college, from Stephen F. Austin or wherever? No, from Notre Dame. The Colts got. Oh, 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 oh. The, the lineman. Yeah. I thought the Giants should have probably taken him. But, uh, I don't know. I guess if you got the best running back in the draft, you don't need anyone to block for you. Will Hernandez, you're a big Will Hernandez guy. I am. I'm a big Will Hernandez fan. Okay. A lot of UTEP games this year. Yep, seen them all. <laughs> That's the thing is, I sit there and I look at the my, the Cowboys. I'm like, oh, I really like this, and I'm like, what do I like? I don't know who this person is. <laughs> I watched 30 seconds of highlights. Like, I can tell you right now, the first receiver they took has no. Fucking speed, the Cowboys. Like it's. Where's Des Bryant gonna get picked up at? He'd think that would have happened before the draft, huh? Yeah. They really fucked him because now his his stock is. I mean, not. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It seems like the best situation for him is Dallas. Because <laughs> they just cleared up a whole bunch of cap room by getting rid of him, and they need a receiver. Of course he's not. I'm just saying. <laughs> he, he would probably go to the Seahawks. Yeah, people say that. Um, so, yeah, that's my anything else to the draft? No, nope, got nothing. Okay. So let's go into, we'll, we'll save Avengers for last, I guess, so people can turn off and we won't, so we can spoil some shit. Um, I'm not really worried about spoiling anything on the week of, are you? So, 
The Week Of came out on Friday. This is a new uh, movie with Chris Rock and Adam Sandler where their kids are getting married and they are the two fathers. Uh, I guess it's sort of marketed to say that they're rival fathers or whatever. Um, and uh, hilarity ensues. You want to take it? Well, okay. I think this was probably the worst Adam Sandler movie that he's done. Wow. I this, this movie was the most unfunny. All these, every joke was flat. They were mixing in Billy Joel songs, which didn't even like go with anything until the end when he got to do the dad-daughter dance and they, they danced to Billy Joel. Um, Chris Rock's character was the most underdeveloped character in any movie ever. Here, here's a good idea. If you're going to hire Chris Rock to be in your movie, just throw a joke his way. Turns out he's a pretty funny guy. He never has a moment with his kids. Like... They say he's like he's like trying not to go there, and you think he's gonna have like a moment with, with his son to talk about everything. How he wasn't there. Nope, never got anything. He just like shows up, and then he looks at Adam Sandler hugging all of his his kids and his family, and then goes has a scene with Adam Sandler when he goes, "Dude, everybody loves you." Everyone hates me. So stupid. Um, yeah, so... Okay. It's not a good movie at all. But I, I thought it was way funnier than you did. I actually... I I choked laughing once. And then me after, too. <laughs> I wonder if it's the same scene. It, it probably is. <laughs> My favorite scene, and I couldn't stop laughing. I had to pause it. Was when the guy was running after the car. When the guy was running after the car. Um, and like, he, he, the uncle, like, because he has no legs. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Because he has to, they have to, like, help him take a shit. Yeah. And Adam Sandler was doing it the whole time, and then he left with it for and, yeah, and he goes Chris Rock, and, like, the guy was like, he's gotta go! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did that pretty well. <laughs> I was laughing my ass up. Um, what, what part did you think? Well, along the same lines, it's Uncle Seymour. It was the first scene where Uncle Seymour has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and he's got no legs. So Uncle Seymour is, is um, I guess, Adam Sandler's uncle who comes to visit and he has no legs because of his diabetes. And he's a big, he's a pretty big part of the story. But by like the middle of act one, uh, he has to carry, Adam Sandler has to carry around Uncle Seymour. Like he's this guy with no legs and he's always carrying him like Yoda in, in oh, so funny. Empire Strikes Back. That's what I'm saying. So everything with Uncle Seymour was really funny. Uh, also, um, when they're, um, having breakfast and the random black guys come walking by and he invites them in for brunch because he thinks yeah. that they're part of the family. Yeah. And the, 
the third thing that I thought was really funny was Steve Buscemi at the duty free shop. And he comes back with the giant bottles of booze and the giant candy bar. Yeah. It's funny stuff. Yeah, it was funny, but that movie was terrible. But the movie is awful. Uh, and it really falls off the rails when Seymour dies. Spoiler like alert. never a moment with the, the people that are getting married. No. And then, and then finding the bats to make the, in the city hall. Like... <laughs> This stuff is just not, it's like not even like, it doesn't seem well thought out. It seems like they hit like an alley and they're like, what props do we have to use here for this scene? <laughs> oh, there's a bat. Why don't we just, okay, cool. Let's use some fake bats to get out of this. Um, I did think like the very first time that Adam Sandler and Rachel Trash were fighting upstairs and they were yelling at each other. It was like really funny. Yeah. But then like the joke went on and on and you're like, oh, this is not as funny as I thought it was. Right. Um, she did need more Rachel Trash. Like she didn't, she wasn't able to do anything. Right. Yeah. They gave her, they gave her nothing to do. Um, but yeah, it was long. I thought the editing was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I felt like when I say editing, I mean that movie should have like such like fast pace, like because you know they kept having to bring more people over to the house because shit was happening and they had to go sleep at the house. It should have been like you know that movie Oscar with. Uh, Stallone. Yes. Not a, not a great movie, but uh, just the way he like had to run, keep running around the house and back. Like there was all these like quick cuts and I don't know. I thought the editing was just terrible in it. What did you think about the Billy Joel's? Oh, I mean, it's good. It's good to have some Billy Joel around. How did you feel about when they were dancing with the uh, garbage can full of water? Um, was that yeah, really funny? No. No, nothing about the wedding itself was funny. Not, like, nothing in the third act was funny whatsoever. <laughs> when they were dancing and kept running into the garbage can, I'm like, this is so retarded. Yeah, it, there's, there's, yeah. It's not a good movie. You're right, but I wouldn't put it nearly as bad as um, like Jack and Jill, or or the do. What's the do over? Is that the one when? No. What's the, what's the one he does with uh, with David Spade where they're serious? Yeah, the yeah, I wouldn't make it as bad as those. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like Adam Sandler has to step his game up. Does he though? Like he's got this great deal. He makes movies with his friends. I'm sure a lot of people like watch that movie. Yeah. Well, they all expected to see Chris Rock and Adam Sandler be funny with each other, and they saw one guy in funny situations and the other guy not. Yeah. I mean, how do you how do you make a Chris Rock movie and not give him one single joke? Like not one. He doesn't have a single joke in the entire movie. 
just ridiculous. I mean, that, it, what's the point? I don't know. That could have been anybody. <laughs> it really could have been anybody that played his... Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and you're right, there's nothing about the kid, so... I don't know. I mean, it's not like we were expecting this to be good, but it at least seemed like it could be funny. I mean, you think about the concept. We're, exactly. we're the audience. We are the bar. We know that this is, you know... If we don't like it, it's really got to be bad. There are, like, no black-white jokes either. No, they stayed away from those. But, even, like... Well, except I think for maybe there would be one or two. No, the bringing in the family was was like that. Bringing in the random black people walking down the street and thinking that they're part of the family. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty. That's a pretty good racial joke. Like you know, it's not offensive, and I don't know. That works for that. I thought that was again. But now we're just picking the things that are, are the best in it. Um, anything else you want to add about it? I think everybody in that movie also, by the way, is, is a family member of his. Yeah, I think his wife was in it. His wife was in it. She played... Okay, so hold on before we get out of here. She played the mother of the kid who was um, at a oh, rehab. This joke. But it was funny it's, at times. It's not even a joke. Like, I can't believe that was the end of the movie. Like, the very end scene of the movie was the Asian girl going over and hooking up with the guy. Oh, not that, see, not that guy. I was talking about the... Okay. But that guy is Adam Sandler's nephew who plays the next-door neighbor. Where did that come from, that he was in love with this Asian girl? He wasn't, he wasn't in love with the Asian girl. He was in love with the girl who was getting married. I thought he had all these pictures of the Asian girl hung up in his room. No, oh. they said that. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was that he... I, I, I know they said that. I thought... Okay, that's fine. Um, no, I'm talking about the kid that wasn't... That was there out of rehab. That everything was a trigger for him. Yeah. Did you ever see Rough Night? I did. What is Rough Night? With uh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, yeah. That's another bad movie. Right. Um, oh, right. It was the exact same storyline, and that girl looked exactly like you're right. The other girl. You're absolutely right. Like that other actress, she like looked exactly like her. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Um, She's like in the new Splash, that other one from Rough Night. I saw that. Channing Tatum. Um. All right, should we move on then to... So wait, you didn't... Before we move on, you didn't like the jokes about the kid who was uh, out of rehab? Um, no. Okay. I thought, those were, I thought there was some funny stuff in there. Uh, either way, we're grasping at straws. This thing, this, I mean, this thing I guess there were a couple scenes where they like had to stop having fun because the kid... It was a trigger. Right. All right, so from a terrible movie on to our next one. So let's just do this for, for two minutes. Let's talk spoiler-free 
about the Avengers, and then we'll we'll give everyone a big warning and we'll keep going into it. Does that work? Sure. So you're gonna I'm gonna give you two minutes to do your best. I mean, I'm going to do it with you, but within two minutes to not give away any any real plot points. Do you think you can do it? That's going to be tough. So let's just start here. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. A that lot? really good. Okay. Did you see it in 3D? I did. <laughs> it, was a really, it was a really good 3D experience, I thought. I thought so, too. Um, I like. I enjoyed the tone. It opened up with a tone of this is going to be a lot different than uh, what you're used to. Um, I enjoyed Thor and the Gardens of the Galaxy stuff. Inter- okay, so this is this is the kind of thing I want to get into. Who? I like the pairing. All right. I like the pairing of them. All right. Um. I thought the bad I thought the bad guy was good, even though he was fully CGI. And I did not like I didn't like the Hulk not being the Hulk. Alright, you're starting to give away stuff. You're 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 treading on thin thin ice now. I'm just not I'm not gonna say any more than that. Okay. Um and I thought that the Wakanda stuff was just thrown in without any real thought. All right. It was just, that's all I'm going to say. I, I think that this isn't really a movie. This is more like a, um, it's more like a, a theme park ride. You know, there's no, like, I mean, there's definitely a story, but this is the culmination of watching a bunch of other movies. You know what I mean? Um, I think I heard someone say this, and, I'll, and we'll get into this more detail when we get into things, um, that it was like watching like a Royal Rumble for wrestling, where it's like all your favorite characters in a Royal Rumble. Um, my one thing that drives me nuts about this movie is... That every time someone's about to get, like, killed, there's somebody, like, right behind that person to save somebody. Like, every time. Every time he, Thanos, is over someone and he's, like, about, or somebody's about to kill someone, it'll be like, he's just about to do it, and then so-and-so will appear in the background and be like, looking for me. I, all right, but I'm just saying... I'm just saying that that happens a lot. That they 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 use that trick a little too many times for me in this movie. I liked it. I'm agreeing with you on Thanos. The the villain I think is a great villain. I think Brolin's really good, even though he is a CGI person. I think he's. I think the thing that Marvel's doing that they did with Black Panther that they did so well. With this is they're making a compelling bad guy. Whether you agree with him or not on his principles, the fact that he has principles makes him a good villain. And it's not just, hey, I'm here to destroy the world because that's the shit bad guys do. It's like, I got a reason. Now, whether the reason's good enough or not, whatever. I, I just, I enjoy it. And, and there's some humanity to him, I think, is, is awesome. Um, so, I'm going to, I'm going to, oh, we have a comment? Sorry. What did you feel about, how did you feel about Dinklage? 
All right, you're starting to give spoilers. Again, I asked you not to until we... until we. Why is that a spoiler? Because did you know he was in it? No. Did you enjoy when he was him? Yeah. So let other people have that. All right. Not a spoiler. Before you get into that, I'm going to ask you... These are a series of questions I wrote down. Uh, and if you can't answer them without spoiling, we'll get into the spoiler place. Who, whose movie is this? Who is who did like who did you feel like this is their movie of any of them? Thor. Okay, I think I think you might be right with that. Um, it's either a th- and it's crazy to think that Thor, whose first two movies were probably the worst, like Marvel movies. That basically, I think. I'm not the only one that thinks that. And uh, they totally turned around this character to now be one of the best. All right. I can agree with that. Um, I I feel like it's either a Thor movie or it's a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I think those are the most represented. And you did say that that pairing and that makes sense. It kind of felt like it was going to be an Iron Man movie. Um, But... It seems more of a you're right of a Thor movie. Uh, who who won the movie? Like who won the movie. Yeah, like who do you who did you enjoy the most? Um. Like if you were gonna watch it and you were gonna say that that guy or that girl was was the best part of the movie. Want to hold off until we have our discussion? Yeah. I'll okay. Hold off. Do you have a favorite Avenger going into this? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've always been a Hulk guy. Okay. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite. I, I I liked Black Panther so much, I almost want to take him. But I, I also know that they could totally oversaturate that guy. Uh, so Iron Man's probably my guy. That's probably my guy. Yeah. Um, and then who, who, if, you know, everyone knows that there's death in this movie. We're not going to talk about who yet. But who who would you miss the least? Someone that's not even in the movie. Okay. Jeremy uh, Renner. Okay. Um, I would say. But I mean, I think like uh, probably Vision. Yeah. I had never understood Vision. I don't know what his whole deal is. Uh, like what he adds to anything. Right. So Vision's probably like. The one Avenger I can do without. All right, I can do. I can. There's a couple guys that I can do without. He, you named uh, two of them. Um, my other guys, I don't. I, I'm, I'm not into either the Anthony Mackie guy or the Don Cheadle. Um, and then probably my. I'm not a Captain America guy. I like Captain America. A lot of people like Captain America. Um, I just think he's so. He, he, he said that uh, he's retiring from uh, from Marvel movies after this next Avengers movie. All right, so let's do this. We're at we're at the. I mean, our time's going to change, but at this point, we're going to get into some spoilers. So we're roughly around the fifty-two minute mark. So, thanks for listening. If you listen to this point, and you don't want to hear more. If you do, here we go. All right, so.
Um, let's get into some shit. Let's start with the, let's start with the first death. Kind of knew Loki was going to get it in this movie, right? Didn't everybody kind of know that? I, thought, I couldn't believe that opening scene. I'm like, they killed Thor and Loki like in the beginning of the movie? Well, you knew they weren't going to kill Thor. Here's my... Okay. I didn't know what was going to happen. Here's my biggest... I like this movie. Again, I don't feel like it's a movie. I feel like it's like an event. It's like a ride. It's like... It's not, really, yeah. like, it's not like a movie. I uh, like the uh, Civil War better. Yeah, I do too. I definitely like Civil War better because um, Civil War had an opinion. Like, I, this is my biggest problem with everything. I don't like throwing in the time time continuum because now the stakes don't matter as much. Because if you can keep going back in time and saving people, well, that's what's gonna happen in the next one. They're gonna I know. Go back in time, and it bothers me. So, like the ending, I didn't give a shit about. Like when every so we've said we're gonna do this when everybody when half the team dies because they well, half the universe dies right they're all coming back and you know it so this is like a big waste of time like is there anybody that thinks that they're not all coming back? Well, I think it's gonna no, but I think uh, it's gonna have something to do with Ant Man and uh, this Captain Marvel. I guess was the final. Like scene of the movie. Well, it comes, yeah, it comes down to her. It doesn't come down to Ant Man and her. I think Ant Man's gonna have something to do with it. Well, yeah, they already said they're gonna like. I mean, they conveniently left out Ant Man and Hawkeye, which who gives a shit? <laughs> Sorry. Right. I actually, I really don't care about Ant Man. I like Paul Rudd, but I don't, I don't, I can't believe that that's their only movie between now and the culmination of all of this. Yeah. Like, that's so strange to me that the summer is going to be carried by Ant-Man and then we have to wait until next year and... Well, Deadpool. Yeah, but Deadpool's not part of this universe. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, maybe they find a way, but that'd be pretty hard because then you got Josh Brolin as two characters in the same universe. (laughs) But, like... um, uh, Full disclosure, I had no idea this was a two-part movie. So I was really pissed. Like, you should know going in that this is going to be two parts. Because then you won't be so disappointed when you don't get a conclusion. You didn't get all misty-eyed when Spider-Man passed away? No. Because there's no way they're killing Spider-Man. Did your theater, like, go crazy when Iron Man got stabbed? No. Dude, our theater was like, everyone screams when he got stabbed. No, we no, and and that's the thing. Like, I, I don't know if it's bad that we know as much as we know about everything. Like, you know, we know contract talks. We know that Spider-Man's like a borrowed property from Sony, so they can't really like kill off Sony's guy, you know? Because Sony be like, "Fuck that! This is our story." Well, Spider-Man's like the most popular superhero. Yeah, but I mean. They're going to keep making new movies with Spider-Man every three years anyway, so... Yeah. Um, and when they're done with this guy, there'll be a new guy to play Spider-Man. But he's a good Spider-Man. He actually might be... He's up there as the argument of the best guy. Um, Did you ever see Aliens? <laughs> so, 
Um, you, I don't know if they if they filmed the Wakanda stuff to add it or what the deal was. I don't think that's what happened, but they certainly didn't develop anything. They were like, hey, who can... We just need someone that could take this stone out of uh, Vision's head. Yeah. I've got a I've got a girl in Wakanda. I'm like, what? Right. Like, I'm sure there's some other people. Yeah. Um, she's, like, she's like 15 years old. It's true. And who gives a shit about him and her? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Bad job by Marvel making that the center of this story. That that love story. Yeah. Between, no one cares about that. Yeah, between a robot and a character who came in like like four years ago. Um so I, I don't know, like that that was a big miss to me. Uh oh I also don't care about Bucky whatever his name is. The Winter yeah, Soldier. Yeah. Uh, Iron Soldier. Yeah. Iron, uh, I'm not in there. What's his name? Uh the Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah. Um, but again, I do think Thanos was a really good bad guy. I love the Gamora stuff. I thought that was really good. Yeah, that was... We got, uh, got some emotional stuff going on there. Uh, I was not a... And, uh, go ahead. I liked all the stuff when uh, Rocket was like... He's like, I know you're just going to that other place because that's not where Thanos is. Yeah. There's a lot of funny stuff with Trax when they like that Trax is so funny, man. You know who's not funny in this movie? Uh Star Lord. No. He he misses a lot in this movie. Yeah. The problem is, and I heard someone else say this, so I'm totally stealing this. Um he this is a universe full of smart asses. And so you have a bunch of guys that are used to stealing scenes with their smart ass like quips. And you just can't have conversations back and forth like that. Especially when one of them is like Robert Downey Jr., who's like the best at it. Yeah. So, uh, I'm 100% with you about the Hulk not being the Hulk. That sucked. Like, I don't... I liked the the storyline where the Hulk was scared to come out because of Thanos. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you gotta give me it. I guess that's just something you have to wait for two for. I guess so. Um, I also thought there's a little too much um, Doctor Strange for me. But his his fight with Thanos at the end is is pretty cool. That fight where they were trying to get the thing off the arm was really good. That was really good. And again, I'm still yeah. on somebody else. That was a very good comic book scene. Like, you know... Like, it had all the elements of, like, what you would see in a comic book. Like, the editing and everything. Um, Even, like, Robert Downey Jr.'s, like, acting in that scene where he was, like, yelling at Star-Lord to, uh, to not, like, do something that they almost got it off. He's like, don't do it, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, It was, like, the same scene from Seven when, uh, he was yelling at Brad Pitt. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, it's it's an event. It's an event that's fun to be a part of. It's weird to think that it's almost over. Like I don't know how you get bigger than this, you know. 
Yeah, I guess they just do start doing one-off movies. Right. Um, They're just like based on a single character. Let me ask you full disclosure: When Samuel L. Jackson pulls out the pager and it's got <laughs> it's got the symbol on it, did you know who that was for? No. Me neither. Okay. <laughs> I definitely looked that up. The, um, guy, the guy who I went to see the movie with knows all that shit, so he's like told me. Yeah. Yeah, I had to look it up on 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 Google while I was waiting at the bathroom. <laughs> um, but. Uh, the question everybody keeps asking is, where's she been if all this shit's going down? If she's so powerful, why is she just showing up now? Well, I mean, you could say that about a lot of things. You sure. Know? Like, the, which Iron Man was it where his whole house got blown up and everyone thought he was dead? Um, and then, like, no, the superhero showed up. Uh, and, like, they think, like, someone destroyed... Iron Man and he's supposed to be dead but none of the other Avengers like well, ever show it's this, at, that's probably three then right because it was two before Avengers or after yeah maybe it was three no because three was the one that where they go to the small town and stuff with the actor uh, I don't want to get into three I don't want to remember that um, Black yeah that's where they had the guy dressed up as the bad uh, acting as the bad guy but he's not really bad he's just an actor um, but yeah, I could do without vision. Um, that whole storyline, uh, it's kind of creepy. She's in so into a robot person. Um, what else? Um, but yeah, I kind of expected more real death. I don't think that fake death at the end is good enough for me. And, um, and again, I don't like the time continuum thing because I think it just it I don't like when there's a an excuse to get out of anything that you do like you should you killed somebody it's over it's done yeah so uh, those well, are it opens the door to see how they get back yeah um, it's like watching the leftovers again Oh, you didn't watch The Leftovers. Um, but yeah, so overall, where does it stand in your Marvel Universe movies? Um, I don't know. I have to sit down and uh, I haven't done my top five. I definitely think the first Avengers is better, but this is better than the second one. Yeah, I agree with that statement. So I don't know where I put it in the middle of everything, but... Um, you know, I guess it had a lot of opportunities to go horribly wrong, and it didn't. So, um, I commend that. I mean, we can sit here and pick apart anything like this. Uh, but I think my big, yeah, my biggest disappointment was not more of anything involving Black Panther. Just like he's in it, but he's not doing anything. Like they, they're just trying to keep him involved. Um, but I thought Thor was great too I liked your points earlier I thought that was good so you wanted to talk about Dinklage who shows up as a giant <laughs> that's great like you know yeah that's great that's like really cool that they did that so that's it I, mean, I don't know anything else you want to add no 
you gonna see it with? Audrey. Did she like it? I think she's kind of like she thought it was okay. I wonder. Uh, I'm sure Stephanie had a lot to say about it. They they hadn't seen it last I last I spoke with her. So, um, I I don't know. Uh, I I'm, I'm very excited that it's only going to be a year wait. I thought it was going to be longer. But um, the other thing I wanted to point out before we go is what did you think of the stones? What do you mean? Well, like, you know, you should, I think they did the stones pretty well. Um, find, like, when a movie revolves around a quest for an inanimate objects, um, it can go horribly wrong. Uh, see Justice League in the boxes. Um, yeah. You know, like, that was just so, who gives a, like, what are we watching this for? Whereas, I, I actually cared about the stones a little bit, I guess, you know. Yeah, yeah they were good. I thought, I thought, I thought that played well. Uh, trying to think of anything else. I know that I'm going to be regretting getting off this, this podcast and not saying something, but I can't think of what it is at the moment. Um, I'm not going to miss Loki. He's not my favorite character. No. Um, I like that Groot plays... Like, Groot's such a... That's such a uh, um, creative character, what they do with that him. Was a, that was a good line, too, when he was like, You speak Groot? He goes, Yeah, they turn it on my planet as an Yeah. Hey, what was Tessa Thompson? Did she die, I guess? She's from. from she was from Ragnarok. She's from Thor. Oh yeah, she didn't show up. She didn't show up. Um, she showed up on Westworld though, which I did watch the first episode, and I totally understand your statement last week, where you're like, "I'm not ready to talk about it" because I don't know what the fuck's going on in that thing. You no. Know, um, did you do episode two yet? No. Well. I'm going to tell you. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that thing. <laughs> I did watch the season finale of Homeland. Whoa. Great, great finale. Yeah? Yeah, it was a really good finale, final episode this season. Oh. Well, I don't care about Homeland, and I haven't for okay. six years. It's only got one year left. Well. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'll stand the line for that very important announcement you got for me personally that you made in the beginning of the show. Uh, yeah. You're going to love it. Uh, but in the meantime, um, next week might be a little less uh, exciting, but we'll be here nonetheless. All right, buddy. <laughs>